singer. Next topic. The power of silence and how to practice active listening every day. But the hills are alive with the sound of music. Not about silence, but I just wanted to sing that. Uh, I think it's funny. I don't know. It made sense in my head. I was like, hills are silent, but they have song. And in other movies, they have eyes. I didn't watch that. I'm not a scary movie person. But hi, welcome to giving you everything. I know I sound like an introvert in denial, but sound really affects me. And it's something that I think about every single day because the world is full of noise that you cannot control. I do not like loud noises. And when I listen to music all day, like for example, when I listen to music all day, my brain feels like overloaded and stuffed with information. It's probably made worse by Zoom and having no breaks and staring at my screen all day. But we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about noise. I actually like to listen. I've started to well, okay, let's let's go on a little journey. When I first started working from home, I tried a bunch of different things because I really struggled with not having an appropriate workspace. I only had enough equipment for working remotely on a two-week vacation, which is what I thought I would be doing, but did not end up doing. And I worked in a communal space with two people who like to watch television very loudly. So it was a real struggle for me. I normally feel like I can focus really well. Like my ideal, a lot of people are going to disagree with me, but I just love, love, love a quiet library, a quiet library. The sunlight slowly streaming in. There's like some light tapping. I don't know if this will pick up on the microphone. There's page turning. Sometimes you'll hear a little sigh, like I'm okay with that. But for the most part, just keyboard sounds and silence. I love it. I love it. I know a lot of other people are like, hell no. I need to be like in a coffee shop. I need ambiance around me. Like I just, my brain doesn't like it. She does not like it. There were many trials and tribulations as I tried to embark on my remote working journey. I've worked remotely before, but not quite under these specific conditions of working in a very loud communal space. So I started listening to background noise on YouTube. At first, I started to listen to jazz, Muzak. Then it's basically like somebody playing the same jazzy loop. It really wasn't working out for me productivity-wise. I wanted the upbeat sensation of listening to music, but I didn't want the distraction of lyrics. Uh, It did not work out. I moved to brown noise from there, which is actually something that I would pretty frequently listen to at the office. So I started listening to brown noise. Um, I didn't love it. Then I moved to these 420 hertz 
metaphysical loving kindness meditation music I would listen to. Hey drums, I think it is. I forget the exact term, but I listen to a lot of that uh, ethereal new age noise and that helps sometimes. And then finally, and most recently, there's an account on YouTube. I'm so sorry, forget the name of the account. They have hours of library ASMR. And I know that I'm not alone <laughs> because there's a whole channel dedicated to it. Listen, if it works, it works. And I love, I love that sound. I just feel like I'm in a real library or in a quiet office. That's my dream. I do like to socialize, but I do love the sound of a silent office over a, um, an office that's buzzing with activity. <laughs> that's just who I am. If you're looking for some light background noise to help you concentrate, I highly recommend, but that's um, not necessarily why we're here today. It is kind of why we're here to ramble about noise, okay? I'm here to complain about the noise in my life. Having this gap where I don't have spaces of silence, my body has really responded in kind, and she's not happy about it. Sound moves in waves, so your body naturally has this physical reaction to it. And I think my body does not take kindly to those types of disturbances, but people always feel like things need to be moving. And so I think that people are compelled to talk about themselves because they're afraid of silence. You know, even though I love silence, not everybody's in it with me. You know, like when you're in a group setting or even just one-on-one with somebody and then there's silence, people feel really compelled to fill that gap by talking. And then of course, like the only thing they can think to talk about is themselves like half of the time. And it's obviously influenced by cultural expectations to fill silence, but also like fear of awkwardness. Being on Zoom makes it 8 million times worse because people are like, we're in a Zoom and when you Zoom, you need to talk constantly. Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Make my heart go. Boom, boom, boom. But like, I get it. I wouldn't want to sit in silence with someone on a Zoom either. But it's just like, actually, my dream is not to sit here and listen to you constantly talk. I think it's interesting that people are afraid of awkward silences because we've all had awkward moments in our lives. Sometimes it's so awkward and I'm only by myself. So I think it's completely natural. And also, I think that awkwardness is a state of mind. It's only real if you want it to be real. You know when you're in a situation where you're like, oh my god, that was so awkward, da-da-da-da-da, like your mind is just turning over this interaction, and you go to talk to someone about it, and they're like, I don't really care. I do not care. This fear of awkwardness is really driven by our ego, and that's why like people love to talk about themselves, because if you have an awkward moment or a pause in the conversation, that means that you are not interesting. <gasps> I know. I know, it means that you're boring or you're uncool. And guess what? We are. Together, 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 everyone. We're all in this together. So thank you for being here today.
I know, irony of ironies, I have decided that a podcast is the best place to talk about active listening and silence, but here we go! My first topic, noise on the brain. I found this article on Healthline that coins the term noise stress. Who am I kidding? Every time I pull up a source, I'm always like, please be mindful. This is not a scholarly article. I literally am just skipping around the internet for information. I feel like I've really cultivated a noisy brain over the last year. It's not something I wanted for myself, but it is the situation I find myself in today. And a noisy brain equals no space for listening. Oh, let me tell you a little bit about how I honed my noisy brain, how I built my noisy brain into the big ball of static that it is today. I started listening recently to podcasts before bed because um, I was trying to break an even worse habit that I had fallen back into, which is watching TV on my computer in the dark right before bed. Yeah, it does wonders for my brain. I love it so much. And I think that I am ready to accept that it is affecting my brain in a negative way. I used to listen to podcasts at night when I was in college, and this was because I had really horrible sleep habits. And I also did crazy things like stay up until 3 or 5 in the morning watching bootleg episodes of Sabrina the Teenage Witch and then sleeping from 5 a.m. to 10. I think that was mainly because I couldn't stand my roommates and I really wanted to avoid them. I guess that's one form of conflict resolution. But also when you're in college, you do a lot of not so great things. And I have a laundry list of those, which we will not get into today. You will be spared. Lucky you. I know this listening to podcasts before bed is a problem because I feel tired all the time and I have a hard time falling asleep even when I'm sleepy. And every day I wake up feeling hungover. Over time, the noise makes it hard to concentrate and things I used to do, like actually listen to people when they talk, doesn't happen. I physically no longer have the energy to keep up any inhibitions. My brain is always thinking about what tab to open next, even when I'm not done with the video I'm watching. And this is Happened to me on several occasions. I'll be watching a show. It's not even a commercial break yet. And my body feels this impulse to take my phone, open the YouTube app, and find a video to watch. It's like, I'm sorry. I know this episode was about noise, but clearly I have other problems. I clearly have an attention problem now thanks to the internet. I mean, it's a lack of self-control that I've cultivated over many months, many moons. This has led to a decline in my active listening skills because I no longer have the patience or the mental capacity to listen and comprehend what I'm listening to clearly as I'm trying to watch two videos at the same time in my downtime, like as a hobby. No, this is not good.
If you ever want a secret skill or a superpower, I would honestly recommend focusing on your ability to actively listen. I say this after I went on that tirade about how I can't actively listen. Honestly, when someone actually listens to me, it's like life changing for me. So just imagine like what it's doing for the person on the other end when you're the listener. But active listening helps you build and nurture your relationships, which I'm sure is no surprise to you. And I'm a people pleaser, so that's obviously really important to me to build and nurture those relationships. But also I think there's so much that I can learn about life just from listening to people and thinking about what they say and thinking about how they react to things. Active listening helps you figure out what's at the root of something, what's really going on. Sometimes, or in my experience, almost all the time, what people say and do are two different things. Surprise, surprise. I'm sure you've never had that happen to you. Hmm. For example, I joined a group as a volunteer to do some kind of advocacy work. And everyone who joined this group was so vocal and fired up and to like make change and roll up their sleeves and do something and change the world and blah, blah, blah. All that usual stuff. And I was like, this is great. I am here with a group of like-minded people. We all want the same thing. We all have the same motivation and we all have the same drive. A lot of times in like other extracurriculars, I tried to and failed to many times start a zine. I think that really did not last because we weren't all on the same page. We didn't want the same things out of the zine. And so, of course, like having had those experiences, I looked at this group and I was like, this is great. Like something's going to happen here. I'm with my people. And you know what? Those people ended up showing up late to things and not signing up to do anything. And then they would just use the time to either point out criticisms that they weren't offering solutions for or to talk about themselves. Uh. And I realize now to listen and look for those kinds of signs to avoid wasting my own time, which I may have mentioned a million times before, is endlessly valuable to me. Oh, did she ever. Even when you listen to people and just listen, you build trust, which next to time is probably one of the most precious commodities in the world. And if you thought that I was like uptight about time, wait till you hear what I have to say about trust. Active listening, if you really want a key to making things happen and propelling your life forward or just to do anything, listen actively. As we get to my third point or my fourth point, she cannot count. Um, you should listen not just to others, but also to yourself. Yeah, I know. Nobody likes to hear that. Nobody likes to hear that. Noisy brain is also bad because not only do you not have the space or capacity to listen to others, but you even more so don't have the space to listen to yourself. That's a problem I think we all relate to. Who said that? We've all been there when you just keep whipping your head around following these distractions. Oh, look over there. Over here. Over there. No. Over here. Oh, back over here. What's down there? Where did this come from?
from? Yeah, it's like that. Distractions that run you down and add stress or anxiety or introduce my regular guest star, anger. Oh, yeah. And then I get so caught up in the emotion, I don't even realize that I'm getting swept up. I just go straight to snapping, finger pointing, and then my grand finale, my signature, a meltdown. Oops, she did it again. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you, thank you. I will be here all year, but no longer do encores. Let's hope that's a promise. All this happens because I don't listen to myself. It's no surprise to me. It's probably no surprise to you. And I know this sounds all new agey and whatnot, and it is a little bit. (laughs) But I heard on a podcast episode recently about practicing sitting in silence and seeing what comes up and noticing if it's a positive or negative emotion. I know it's kind of, it's basically like meditating, but I think with having internet as our only way to connect with the people that we love, the people that we must talk to, although we don't want to, and whatever else, the outside world, the greater world in general, it's really taken away this opportunity that many of us used to have where we just sit in our own emotion and listen to our bodies. Let it break upon you like a wave upon the sand. With being so stimulated all the time, it's so easy to let your mind follow that carrot instead of listening to yourself and your body. And you're just ignoring things becomes second nature. You don't even realize you're doing it. But I've also reached the point with meditating that my mind gets too racy thinking about things that I did. Every meditation guide I've listened to, though, has assured me that it's okay as long as I focus on observing rather than imbibing in the emotion. In addition to fewer digital hangovers, I'm hoping for fewer rage hangovers as well this year. So here I go, listening to myself. Noise is everywhere, and hopefully today's little sesh was more of a good noise than a mind clouding one and who knows maybe you listen to zone me out but either way i'll take it because as we talked about it feels good to be listened to <laughs> as always i hope you had a good time today and if you did let a girl know okay you can do so via email at giving you podcast at gmail.com or by leaving a rating and a review wherever you tune in from so Let's cheers to a good week of peaceful silence, feeling heard, and feeling less emotional hangovers. Clink. Talk to you next week. Bye.